Hey dads, before we jump into today's episode, I want to let you know about a great resource we have for you called the Dad-Son Challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. These are fun activities that you and your son can do to help both of you get better at being men that are based around the five marks of manhood that we talk about in each episode of Manly Tales. So go to manhoodtribes.com challenge where you can download your free dad-son challenge today. That's manhoodtribes.com slash challenge. Welcome to Manly Tales, stories for making men out of boys, a podcast for dads and sons to listen to together. I'm Don Ross, the host of Manly Tales, and each episode you'll hear my sons and me talk about the stories that are inspiring and teaching us about what it means to be a man. We're excited to have you listen in with us. This episode is part of Season 4 of Manly Tales, where we're talking about The Lord of the Rings. All stories are from The Fellowship of the Ring by J.R.R. Tolkien. Today's episode is about Boromir. Let's listen together. The company now took their leave and returned to their pavilion. Legolas went with them, for this was to be their last night in Lothlorien. And in spite of the words of Gladriel, they wished to take counsel together. For a long time they debated what they should do, and how it would be best to attempt the fulfilling of their purpose with the ring. But they came to no decision. It was plain that most of them desired to go first to Minas Tirith, and to escape at least for a while from the terror of the enemy. They would have been willing to follow a leader over the ring and into the shadow of Mordor. But Frodo spoke no word, and Aragorn was still divided in his mind. His own plan, while Gandalf remained with them, had been to go with Boromir, and with his sword help to deliver Gondor. For he believed that the message of the dreams was a summons, and that the hour had come at last when the heir of Elendil should come forth and strive with Sauron for the mastery. But in Moria the burden of Gandalf had been laid on him, and he knew that he could not now forsake the ring if Frodo refused in the end to go with Boromir. And yet, what help could he or any of the company give to Frodo? save to walk blindly with him into the darkness. "'I shall go to Minas Tirith alone, if need be, for it is my duty,' said Boromir. And after that he was silent for a while, sitting with his eyes fixed on Frodo, as if he was trying to read the halfling's thoughts. At length he spoke again, softly, as if he was debating with himself. "'If you wish only to destroy the ring,' he said, then there is little use in war and weapons, and the men of Minas Tirith cannot help. But if you wish to destroy the armed might of the Dark Lord, then it is folly to go without force into his domain, and folly to throw away. He paused suddenly, as if he had become aware that he was speaking his thoughts aloud. It would be folly to throw lives away, I mean, he ended. It is a choice between defending a strong place and walking openly into the arms of death. At least, that is how I see it. Frodo caught something new and strange in Boromir's glance, and he looked hard at him. Plainly, Boromir's thought was different from his final words. It would be folly to throw away... what? The Ring of Power? He had said something like this at the council, but then he had accepted the correction of Elrond. Frodo looked at Aragorn, but he seemed deep in his own thought and made no sign that he had heeded Boromir's words. And so their debate ended. Merry and Pippin were already asleep, and Sam was nodding. The night 
was growing old. All right. Well, as we get to talking about the story of Boromir, we definitely get to the character in the Fellowship who probably has the most questionable motives of anybody in the group. I mean, everybody else in the in the Fellowship seems to be pretty pure-hearted at following and being devoted to Frodo and to seeing the mission of the Ring carried through. And then we have Boromir who is maybe less than that. And I think we get kind of a a good, clear picture in this uh, brief story, but a good one of kind of what's going on in Boromir's mind. What what stood out to y'all as you listen to this story? Um, well, I just really thought that it was cool of like the whole story talking about like the conflict that he had with himself. He was like, okay, should I respect the fellowship and should I do what they want me to do and go take the ring to um, Mount Doom and we throw it in the fire? Or should I use it for um, Gondor and for our sake and to be able to build up our army and go take out the enemies? And so I thought that was just really cool of like, you know, what do I do in this situation? And I think that it was cool. Like he has some allegiance for his father and for Gondor, but he also is trying to honor his peers and the fellowship. So I think he just is kind of conflicted and doesn't really know what to do in this situation. Yeah, that's good. I think that's a really good summary. Colton, what about you? Anything else stand out to you? I agree with Eli. Um, I mean, Boromir kind of was just like, I, don't know what I should do. Should I do right by my father or should I do right by everybody else in the uh, fellowship? Yeah, that's right. So we definitely see just kind of a lot of inner conflict in Boromir and that that definitely is setting up kind of, you know, some conflict within the group. And you you can kind of hear Frodo sort of wrestling with it, too. Like, what's what's he thinking about here? Is he thinking about like we shouldn't throw away the ring? Like what's going on there? And so you can kind of see the the conflict is, is really starting to build both inside Boromir. But because of that, like definitely within the fellowship as well. So, I, yeah, I think you guys have highlighted it. Good. Um, okay, so here on the Mainly Tales podcast, we love to talk about what it means to be a man and how to live that out, and we do that through our five marks of manhood. We believe that these are things that every man should exhibit in the way that he lives his life to demonstrate that he is a man. And can you guys tell us what are the five marks of manhood? Strength, courage, skill, and allegiance. Yeah, okay, good. So what of those they five definitely marks? definitely aren't on our wall. So what of those five marks did you see in this story about Boromir? Um, allegiance for sure was one because he was trying to, you know, like he was showing allegiance to his father and to Gondor by wanting to get the ring for them and their army so that they could go take out the enemies in um, Mount Doom. Yeah, that's right. But he's also kind of got this allegiance to Frodo. You know, he's kind of sworn an oath to protect Frodo on his mission to destroy the ring. And so he's kind of got competing allegiances, right? He's got one that's leading him one direction and one that's leading him another. And he's not exactly sure how to handle that and what to do about it. We'll talk about that some more in just a second. But uh, I think that's really great. Colton, what about you? What marks of manhood stood out to you in the story? I definitely saw courage because it was like either like allegiance that he was going to take like he was still going to go into the most dangerous part in his world 
Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it's either on on one end, it's either marching into Mordor and you know he- trying to destroy the ring, or on the other end, it's trying to use the ring, but to do it to fight a huge battle against the enemy's forces. And yeah, both were going to be really really dangerous. I think that's good. I think one of the ones that I saw um, was the mark of strength, and I think Boromir is definitely a character who kind of like demonstrates a lot of strength all throughout the story of the Fellowship of the Ring. Um, but even here, we can just kind of see it like when he thinks about about how to use the ring or what the ring should really be for, he's really relying on this idea of, hey, I know that our kingdom is strong and that we have a really strong army. And if we could use this ring to supplement our strength and to make us even stronger, then we probably could overcome the enemy through strength, right? I mean, that's kind of the way that he thinks he's really oriented towards strength and he's dependent on it in some ways that kind of make him see like, Everything in the world is really just about strength. And so the ring of power looks to him like it's really enticing because it means more strength. And, and for him, that's a really, really good thing. Um, but I think it's, it's also kind of part of the danger of men sometimes as seeing like, even though strength is kind of critical to who we are, if it's the only thing that we ever rely on, it can kind of put ourselves in danger, you know, that we become like, we use our strength as a way to be able to overpower others. And that's not really what it's for. It's meant to be something that we use to serve others. And Boromir is kind of trying to take it in the wrong direction. Okay, so uh, as you guys sort of think about this episode, what are some ways that you would want to live or maybe even not live like Boromir? What are, you, what are some ways that you could kind of put some things into practice based on what you've seen in him? I mean, like he has like two allegiances and I kind of want to be like him and like, like being allegiance to everyone that he thinks is worthy of allegiance, not just one person, but like... He should do what is right in his mind and not like, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's good. So um, you can tell he is trying to follow allegiance, and that's a good thing. But what as he tries to kind of choose what of those allegiances he should follow, like what's he kind of leaning on there? What's he, what's he using to kind of help him make his decision about which is the right course to take? Strength and destroying people. <laughs> Yeah, he's really looking at it from the like, how can we be the most powerful angle? And that's not always a bad thing, but you know, the the way to victory and thriving and the world being its best isn't necessarily just through like the good guys being the strongest and the baddest, you know, like the biggest army all the time. And that's kind of the only lens that Boromir knows how to look through. And I think it kind of gets him into trouble when it comes to following the fellowship and doing what's right by them. Eli, any thoughts there? Um, I mean, I, I agree with what you said and kind of like the part where like seeing, you know, Boromir has been trained his whole life to be able to lead armies into battle. And he's kind of thinking about like, you know, how can I get as much power as possible for Gondor and for my kingdom? And so I think it was really cool to just see like, you know, these are conflicts that um not a lot of other members in the fellowship have. So it was just kind of cool to see um, the differences between all of them and that, you know, he wanted to do right by both Gondor and the fellowship. So I decided that was really cool. Yeah, that is good. I think there's something here to be said too for just us learning as men, like how we solve problems that when it comes to things as men, sometimes we can really 
sort of try to default to, hey, we encounter a problem and the way to solve it is to be the biggest and the strongest guy in the room. And if I can bow up on somebody else or beat up on somebody else, then they'll have to listen to me and do what I want them to say. And we see that all our lives as men, everywhere from, you know, you guys see it at school from kids that are uh, kind of bullies and are, are trying to, you know, beat up on other kids or just like, you know, kind of impose their will on them and make them do them what to do. But it happens uh, for adult men as well in the workplace and in other situations where, you know, the, the person who thinks they're the biggest and the baddest in the room because they've got the most authority or whatever tries to just force their will on somebody else. And, you know, while you can do that, it isn't necessarily the best way to be able to solve the problem. And I I think Boromir kind of gives us a good example of learning from like, hey, just because you can be strong doesn't mean that's the best way to go. There might be other ways of solving a problem, and it can come through humility and sacrifice, which is the road that Frodo is trying to take. So good examples there. Okay. At the end of every Manly Tales episode, we'd love to close out by talking about a question for the dads and the sons to be able to discuss together once the episode is done. So our question today for the dads is, how does your allegiance affect the way you lead your family? And the questions for the son today is, how can you use your strengths to serve your family today? Okay. That's it for today on the Manly Tales podcast. We look forward to talking to you guys next time. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. See you next time on Manly Tales. Manly Tales is a production of Manhood Tribes. Stories are performed by Josh Burns. For more information, visit manlytales.com. Hey, dads. Don't forget to download your dad-son challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. Just go to manhoodtribes.com slash challenge.